1: The dates begin and so does the drama as Katie crowns the greatest lover of all time. Then, Aaron and Cody battle it out, but only one comes out victorious. Plus, is Carl trying to be a villain? All that and more. It's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and
2: welcome to The Bachelor podcast. I'm Kay York City.
3: Um, uh, by Carrie Bradshaw. And I am Jared Freed.
2: Man, it was last night's episode wild? I feel like all all of the drama that we are missing is back.
3: It's definitely coming back. I think they also
1: um they're finding the mix that we like. The you know, the the, the cocktail of The Bachelor was back last night. Last season the cocktail
3: had too much alcohol, not enough mixer, you know, like <laughs> I the, agree. I agree. There was drama, but there was still some, like, charm. There was still some nice moments.
1: Yes. It it had. and, and, And it had fun. And to, you know, as some of the listeners know, Katie had attended my show last weekend in Tacoma We didn't get into spoilers. I thought that would be kind of like a dick move to be like, so let me see, you know, tell me everything. Like I I wasn't going to put her in that position. She's been very nice to me. You like turn on your
2: recording on your (laughs) phone. Anyway, so say it right into the mic.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I didn't get into that. um, But I, I, because I also, I don't like spoilers. I like experiencing the show with the audience. I am the audience. We are the audience. So, but... I will say, uh, she did make a point to say, like it's fun. And I think, like last night's episode kind of showed that it had a little bit of everything. She was like, it's not, you know, it's not gonna be a bore. she she made no she made a point to say it's gonna be a fun, fun, fun season. So uh, I, I think, think last Katie night also, yeah, her-
3: is just like she has a good sense of humor like she commented on that video that i made of her yesterday it was just like thanks for the laughs and i was like you know who never did that claire she just blocked <laughs> us on bachelor
2: claire was following us for a second until she realized she we were sure just dragging stopped. her and i was
3: like Ooh, i guess <laughs> but i'm like obviously if you're gonna be on a show like that there's also been like real housewives that i've made videos of making fun of who comment like L O L O L O L lol lol and i'm like now i love you so much because i'm like okay this bitch is in on the joke we we make fun of this show. We make fun of people on this show, but we do it because we enjoy the show and we enjoy the people.
1: When people go along with it, it makes it even more fun. Like, listen, I called. I I made up a voice for Bennett last season, where he was this Harvard asshole. It was just mumsy. Brought us to the park every day. I did that voice the whole season <laughs> to imitate him, and it sounds nothing like him. And then he is wearing the t-shirts I made, and and goes along with it and you're like oh okay cool fun this is great like we K's
3: have best friend bennett right <laughs> bennett
1: we- would we-
2: go down on you if you just mentioned his name once on an insta story.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well and he'll laugh at that too so i think you mentioned you mentioned his name once k how'd that go down
1: <laughs> i think there's two types of bachelor contestants bachelorette contestants and it's the one that like go with it and the ones that try to fight against it and it's like you know, fighting against it just makes us all sad and really like, yeah, no one wants to make anyone feel bad. You know, like that's not, no. and, and no one's here to make anyone feel awful. We're here to like point out stuff that like, it's kind of like when you read through someone else's text and you see someone put ha 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 and you kind of like get cringed out by it, but you're like, I do that too to soften oh, yeah. a text. You know, oh, like, yeah, when people if,
3: are like, oh my God, he says LOL after everything. And I'm like, what a fucking loser. And then I look back and I'm like, LOL, 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 LOL. LOL. <laughs> I literally will end every sentence. I'm like, I think I'm gonna be late, LOL. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And the only reason we notice these things is because we do them. We are the the people on the show. That's why we watch the show. We're the avat these are avatars for us and our insecurities. Yeah. So it, it is uh interesting. Like Katie laughs with it. Like there was a video yesterday Katie posted of her talking about like uh, you know, anal and pooping on a dick. Yeah. And she shared it. And she was like, "Yeah, this is fucking hilarious. Good for her. I think I think I that's like why. Ka-
3: I, she's I, so great. I've liked Katie more and more, honestly, with these seasons. Uh, we'll get into it more. But when she was talking about like how she grew up poor and stuff, just like learning more about her, the more I learn, I'm like, okay, this is like a real bitch. I'm into it.
1: Yeah, and and just meeting her in person just seems to get it. Whatever it is, uh, it was I'm a fan. But you know, I guess I." That this is my way of saying yeah there's going to be some biases i guess so uh, uh,
3: but i i hope not oh there's definitely biases on this season let's be clear yeah. we, we we are not objective uh reporters <laughs> okay half of what we say <laughs> is completely skewed so just and take everything with a grain of salt and based on instagram no, based no. on who has dm'd me and who hasn't i'm a very easy uh, I'm very easily manipulated, so I, I, I'm the same way. I'm I'm a hack. Um, the
1: I mean, I'll give you one guy this season who's been great, Hunter. I would die for Hunter. Hunter is laughing at every joke. Love Hunter. Hunter's DMing with videos that he's laughing and enjoying. He's he's like defending himself in a fun way. He's like, no, like I made fun of like the parchment paper that he wrote his love letter on. And he was like, it was the back of a grocery bag. It's all I had. And it's like, that's fun. And it's like, you know, I mean, the audience, the same goes for the audience of The Bachelor. At Bachelor Nation, some of you aren't fun at all. You know, I'm, I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. Some of you some are of the you least aren't fun. fun people. Like, and, and you know, so, uh, and, you know, like someone, to be, like, I, I'm going to get it to him in my minute because I have a a whole thing on nuance to get into, but let's get into the show. Uh, what else are we talking about? Yeah. yeah.
2: So we have a really great show coming up. So Katie's men compete in games of, for both brain and brawn. Greg and Katie get cozy by a river that Greg definitely can't catch a fish in. And the drama we were missing last week starts to come to a big, beautiful head. Chris.
3: Rear it's big, beautiful head. It me- that's a saying you sick bitch. It, <laughs> it means like it coming to a head coming to an I know, end
2: but like but like reading it <laughs> i'm sorry
3: someone's mind's in the gutter
2: but before we get into all that make sure you guys are following us on instagram at the bachelor and on twitter at bachelor pod um, Chris is live memeing and tweeting, and I know Jared's also doing it on his, uh, Instagram as well, his live screams I'm tweeting. So make sure you guys are following us because we have lots of stuff happening. And each week we have a newsletter that goes out called the bachelor breakdown, and you can subscribe to that at betches.co slash bachelor breakdown. And that has all of the tea that you're missing throughout the week. So yes, we have everything on Monday night, but you don't want to miss out on the rest of the week. So make sure you subscribe to that at betches.co slash bachelor breakdown
3: okay yes okay let's start with titles i i i couldn't come up with anything creative but i tried
2: name that episode um okay then chris let's go first you go first
3: i said this this show needs a private investigator but i'm not attached to it so you guys (laughs) don't even have to pretend to vote for it okay
2: (laughs) i said uh welcome to gaslighting
3: 101 i like that one yeah i just feel like it was crazy I had
1: um, Katie in the case of the hidden influencer. True, that's good
3: too. I think I'm gonna have to give my vote to Kay.
1: Yeah, there was th- that gaslighting. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it was like it was so it was like weird. I, I don't like the word gaslighting because of how much it gets thrown. Like people just use it to sound like they're smart and to like kind of like end a debate. So they use it like for everything. This was.
3: Literal I mean, this was
1: the definition <laughs> when he told when when I mean we're gonna <laughs> should we, let, we'll
3: get, into, we, it. Let's we'll get, get into, into it. Let's get into it. Okay, go ahead. Let's start with the first group date. So we start with Heather McDonald, who is Heather McDonald. I like kind of know actually. she has been on
2: like everything. I think she's,
1: she's around.
3: Been, we have talked uh, on Insta before. She used to write for Chelsea Handler. Once I was at BravoCon and there was like an audience Q and A section, and she was like just part of the audience, but used it to get up to the mic with the 1500 person audience and plug her um, podcast before asking a question, which is iconic. And I was like, listen, get it, bitch. Yeah, that's a workhorse. Um, so anyway, they bring her on to do sex trivia in addition
1: to her, but she also, she's part of those. There, there was, when I started doing stand up. there was a group of comedians that like Chelsea Handler's panel, All of
3: them toured
1: off of that. Like, Chelsea Handler's show was like the biggest show. And she was a writer there, Mm. but she was also a panelist. Like,
3: she was, I'm like friends with um, Guy Branham, who also was like part of that. Chelsea Handler, Heather McDonald's. There
1: was a whole crew Heather McDaniel, uh, Guy Branham, Josh Wolf, uh, Annie Letterman got on there at one point. So, like, there's the Fortune Femester. They're all like there's these Chelsea handler tree of comics and then they all kind of dispersed in their own way. And Heather McDonald like found a place in the bachelor nation commenting group that we kind of live in.
4: Have you ever felt that fast fashion, ich, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff. I have a solution for you newly.
3: So, Heather's there. She's doing sex trivia, which, of course, is the first group date. And they're asking like questions. Mike the Virgin is just like purely panicked. I'm like, if anyone in the world has needed a Xanax, it is Mike. He's like crying throughout the, the challenge.
2: The whole time. And that's the thing. It's like the second we find out that this is going to be like some sort of like sexual positivity um, group date mike you instantly think about mike and then it cuts to him and is in the moment interview and his eyes are just red all around he's like i just want to like show her my heart you like you know like the again going back to what we were talking about did no one did he not ask any questions did he not
3: (laughs) well he knew i think that was the whole thing was that he was saying like i know that she's this way but i still like want to be with her which is why katie also like cried and was like I can't believe he, like, knows me like that, and he still chose to be here. They turned it into a positive moment, and I gotta give... Let's give Mike credit. I will give Mike credit on this, because I felt for him. I did in this moment. Kay did not. I can see it on her face. <laughs> Kay did. Well,
1: I I kind of... I'm in between both of you. Like, I'm, I'm like... Because I, I watch Mike the virgin getting like rattled and it's funny he's putting question marks to every answer which that's not even like so he just pleads the
3: fifth like he doesn't even like dude you you could still answer the questions if i was him i would well he hadn't had sex so when they said like what's the last time you had sex he put question marks to be like i don't remember i feel like what is what i would have read it as
2: One was like, what's your favorite position or something? And he was like, "Mm." "It's like you can at least make it up.
1: Like, what you think. Yeah, you can lie. (laughs) There's the thing, but, like, towards the end, like, it was interesting to watch Mike make it into a positive moment. Katie, I I think that shows how, like, nice Katie is to, like, make that into a positive moment for him. You know, it kind of felt, and I said this, I was like, it felt like the nerd who won Prom King. Like, you know, when he won the event. Like, it was like, everyone's like, yeah, virginity! But... To go back to, like, K, K, your point, where it's like, this is selfish of him. Like, like you came on a show where you know you're not the match, and what are you going to, like, force this puzzle piece into the board? Like, like, because he did say, I knew this was going to come up, I just didn't realize this quickly. She walked out of the limo. Waving a vibrator on the season she can... What do you mean yes. this quickly? You know, I like, feel like
3: he thought that he was going to get the opportunity to tell her in private and not in front of everybody. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, and that's and that's kind of I would that would imagine that's why he's like so rattled and like having this moment like this is going to be very public now, which which I feel for, which I feel for, but it, it, the whole thing was fucking hilarious. Like I mean, like you know, like I mean, we can't, you know, the problem. <laughs> with this show sometimes it's like the minute this ends on a happy good job Mike note you can't say it was also hilarious it was fucking funny to watch this guy like dealing with this everyone's like you know you got guys like oh I, I, favorite reverse cowgirl I love it and he's like I don't know like that's fucking funny
3: well, that's why I was like, it's a little put on. It felt very like Steve Carell, 40-year-old virgin. Like, yeah. it feels <laughs> like bags of sand. I'm like, you know what tits? I, I've i never been with a woman. I can still describe what it's like to be with a woman. You know what I mean? You could have played along. Like, you could have done... Yeah. Like, I very much... I've read a book and I've seen a movie, okay?
2: The, the kicker for me was the fact that Mike won the competition. and And I'm like what no like i thought connor connor bees was fantastic with the song it was funny it was i thought this was there like was i thought that was great
3: connor that feels so like kindergarten teacher to me that when he's like singing about <laughs> he sounds like elmo singing and then he's like talking about how he's so good with his fingers and i'm like Bitch, he's a performer
1: this is a he is a performer i i i yeah i the yeah Connor B did a good job again that's the nerd that wins prom uh, prom king like you know like there's another you know uh, you know there's another person like that was Connor's a
3: little though like nerd who cheats on his girlfriend and everyone's like I can't believe he did that but then people that actually know him are like, yes, where he's like, but I was reading Nietzsche. And it's like, it's all very like, I don't know how I feel about Connor, to be honest.
2: There were there were a lot of dandouts for this date because, you know, you have Christian who ripped his pants off, but like, we didn't see anything.
3: I was like, was he completely naked? Because they didn't pan away at all. I, get, I, I, I thought, like, I was like, they're all, like, going crazy for a speedo, I guess, or, like, the outline of his cock. Like, is that what we're talking about here? I'm I'm like, if you're not going to give us outline a dick, don't sh- don't show us She's his pants ripped off. Don't waste I my agree. time. Yeah, let not, not here waste for all that. of our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey does, like, a puppet show with a safe word.
2: That was weird, but I guess.
3: I liked the callback. See, here's a comedian for you. Heather McDonald gets up at the end of the whole thing and starts yelling peaches, which was Trey's safe word. We love a callback. Love it. Love it. Um, and Carl, that
2: Carl, this entire episode, but man, Carl, during this scene with the cutout, uh, uh, do they just have like a list, like a proper when they're like, take whatever you need? And like, Connor's like, I'll grab the guitar. And like, Trey's like, give me the Muppet hands. And
1: so, <laughs> so they, st- they set up before this date that Carl's going to be an issue. And yes. because they did say, like, they show Carl basically discussing Katie as if she's, like, doing this pump-up speech. Yeah, the prize. And, I tweeted and,
3: that Carl is the, guy, is the guy who only refers to women as females. Do you know what 100%. I mean? 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, the guy who's like, yeah, man, like, there's mad females coming. Like, that's, yeah. and, that's and the vibe of he Carl. He has that, like,
1: faux, like, you know, like, I I treat women with respect, but then says it very disrespectfully. I mean, he said,
2: uh, don't ask what your bachelorette can do for you, but what you can do for your bachelorette, yeah! And I was like, what?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't nailing it. It had the vibes of like, you know when you're on a bachelor party or like a bachelorette party? Or I I guess if you've ever been on a bachelor party, there's always this one dude who's too into going to the strip club. (laughs) And he's Mm. like pushing for it so much that you go, what's wrong with you man are you okay like what's going on at home and 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 the way he was doing that like cheering and like you know you're like this is not matching the vibe and the energy of anyone else and then he goes on stage and you could tell like the whole house is out on him like this dude's a weird dude and he brings yeah the cut out I thought he was gonna go down on the cutout. like I was like getting ready for something real weird yeah
3: I tried memeing it but I, I couldn't do it in time but Carl and Melissa McCarthy's character in bridesmaids are the same vibe.
2: Our same same vibes. oh my
3: god yeah <laughs> like intense, no self-awareness. Um, it just I just can't explain it but it was weird. And then Justin, I kind of love Justin, the painter who was just like lying back as Carl talked, just like responding to his things in shady ways. Like, he's like, are you guys ready? And Justin's like, no.
2: <laughs> and then, and, and Carl's like, uh, I think we're all, I think we're all, we all know where we're going with it. And Justin's like, I don't.
3: <laughs> yeah, Justin was just like heckling him. So they go to the second part of the date, and Mike is the greatest lover of all time, whatever. Him and Katie have their moment. And then she's talking to Carl. And again, Carl seems to just be matching whatever Katie says because she's like, it's been two years since my last relationship. And he's like, oh my God, me too. That's so weird. And I'm like, it's not that weird. We were in a pandemic for a year and a half. So. Well,
2: the guys also asked him, they were like, Carl, do you think you're going to get this rose? And he's like, yeah, this is my rose. I'm going to get it. It's, it's very much just a, it's a game for him. Nothing. You can tell there's no like romantic feels or vibes and like that. I mean, I don't blame anybody for that, but this is so much like a, I want to win and not I want to meet someone it's it feels icky
3: I was raised to not believe motivational speakers yeah I'm with you I I don't really
1: buy it and also when you're a motivational speaker going on the bachelorette you know innately you are there for an audience like you can't motivational speak to nobody so like you kind of have to admit to that like The normal way for him to go on and go, yeah, I'm looking for love, but like you know, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm hoping that I can like inspire people by being on the show. Like, like if he did it that way, it would be more believable than what he's the way he's chosen to go, which is he he talks about I close business deals. He compares her to a business deal and closing a client, and you go, oh dude, that's how yeah, that's how every woman wants their you know to talk about their husband. Like he closed me like a sales pitch, like that's not really in the nature of finding a relationship
3: yeah mm-hmm. no um, and then she goes and she talks to Thomas I'm kind, I love the way that Katie tries to describe her thing with Thomas and I'm like what you're describing is you thinking somebody is hot like she's like I don't know why I don't I know we haven't really talked but there's just something that I feel like drawn to I don't understand why and I'm like you yeah you just He's hot, that's it He's hot Oscar Nunez from The Office He
1: is
0: (laughs) Oh uh.
3: He's like Oscar's son All grown up
1: It's pretty crazy
3: And Thomas gets the first uh, The group date rose because he's hot
2: For some reason I thought it was going to be Do I have a weird obsession with Connor? Because I was like, I thought it was going to be Connor Who was going to get
3: the You surprisingly are into Connor Which is shocking to me because usually we would be opposite on this but uh,
2: i don't know i well, thought he I mean, going get
1: it well hold on it has to be mentioned connor during this cocktail hour before thomas gets the rose connor says i need to redeem myself from the first kiss so let me just tell you if you nail a kiss you don't say i have to redeem yourself, myself to get the second kiss that, well, the, he also
3: I think was because of the cat stuff, because of the whiskers. Yeah, well,
1: he he even said my hand was on your forehead, like he was like upset about the hand. Oh my and then, God. but so then he goes, "Can I have another kiss?" Which is like, okay, now we're like in you know we're we're, we're not really able to read body language at all at this point, or, or we're not really feeling a vibe. So he goes for it. They. He, his kiss with Katie was, was 10 times worse than any Matt James kiss last season.
3: Watching any, like the kisses are rough to watch this this, season. That one specifically though, he
1: was, his mouth was closed. Hers was open. His was open. Hers was closed. It just didn't. And then he goes, he goes, so what did you think? Yeah. She's ready to go. She's ready to kiss. She's ready to make out. But the, this guy did not match her. And you could feel it like and, and when, he, when he said, so how did I do that is like that's what you say after you've, you when you go short in bed the first time and then you do a little bit better the second time. <laughs> so did you did you come from my kiss? Like, I was like, this is crazy.
4: In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
3: then we have the one-on-one which to no surprise to anybody goes to greg
2: and and i just feel like
3: oh here's a th- I when katie was like okay we're going fishing and greg was like oh i love fishing i grew up fishing i knew the second he said it i was like these two people did not grow up fishing in the same way katie grew up like fishing like going out and fishing greg grew up like going out on yachts and like catching whales was is is what i felt Mm -hmm. maybe i'm wrong but then he can't pitch a tent and he says he's never pitched a tent and i'm like ding 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 because he's only been on yachts
0: (laughs) i yeah i don't
1: buy a word i think greg i keep calling him sensitive greg and it's like they tell him he has the one-on-one date and it's like he's already teary-eyed He's already looking like, really? Me? It's like, you don't know this person. It, it, it's just something. It's one thing when it comes later, like you get to know someone and you're like, I'm really feeling this person, but nothing. It feels like he's gone to, I'm really, I can't believe how close we are within five minutes of meeting.
3: And it's like, he also, he went to acting school and he went to, um, William Asper, which is an acting school in the city. And I, I, know people that go there and it's kind of like a breed of person you know the type of comedian that you meet who also auditions for stuff but yeah. then all of a sudden they'll start talking to you about like the meisner technique and i'm like no i just like <laughs> not i don't for me. i don't want to i don't uh, I, no, this I, isn't art to me no. like <laughs> <laughs> like i just talked about my farts for 30 minutes yeah yeah i'm like i developed this as a defense mechanism not like <laughs> late in life did i decide to go to art to uh, acting school
1: yeah i just don't trust it and they do like listen that's not to say they didn't get along like it seemed like they had a good date oh yeah but it seems like he's just agreeable you know that 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 camping thing like oh do you like are you an outdoorsman well oh yeah we used to fish and then then the fishing poles he's like oh we're gonna fish uh okay and then it's like Yeah, it
2: seems like he was just trying to people please the whole time. And
3: he's like deathly allergic to fish, but he's like, yeah, sure. I've
2: I've been fishing before as long. as We're not doing shellfish. We're fine. Uh, Like, I just feel like he is, like you said, Jared, agreeable. But then going back to the whole him being so excited at the beginning, he was like, wow, I can't believe Katie picked me. It's okay. I feel like I would be geeked if i was picked for the first date i'd be like this is is, dope i'm picked for the first date but not because of um necessarily because i'm so crazy about the person but because i was picked for the first date
1: yeah Yeah. it's the the game aspect of it is like wow like i'm in this yeah like it's not it's not teary-eyed staring at the camera like
3: glassy-eyed like maybe this is my wife you know like i I just
1: yeah it just something is off
3: I'm also sure that like the producers are like, how excited are you? Talk about how excited you are. How excited are you? But yeah, something's off. I don't even uh, look through his Instagram. There's a lot of uh, there's there's a picture with his like niece asleep on his chest, and he looks hot as shit. But I'm like, these are like pointed photos. Mm -hmm, Like he, he he knows what I think he's doing. And then they go to the second part of the date, and so Katie tells Greg that like she loves fishing she went with her dad who passed away and greg's kind of just like yeah i gotta i gotta and doesn't really say much but then at dinner he says his dad also passed away a couple of years prior so they like now have this trauma bond which i think is gonna take him he's gonna make it to the end i bet you
1: that made sense like that was the only part that rang true like you're like oh okay they're having a real conversation now where Tears make some sense, and holding hands makes some sense. But it's like, you know, it it, it, to me, it made the rest of his teary-eyed stuff even more false. Because you're like, how? You know, you were kind of had the same face when you got the date as you. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. how are these the same? You know, (laughs) like, like you guys seem to have a great moment now. But what what's going on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah, I agree. I think that like the. The moment at dinner felt very real so then it it did make other moments like yeah and yeah you know my
1: favorite new thing that has come up with the last few seasons of the bachelor and bachelorette is because they are at one campus of this hotel when a date goes well the fireworks go off and like the other guys have to see it i think that is so funny it's like when the smoke is set off when the pope dies like like it's like it's just it is such a fun wrinkle cuz they get that shot of them like seeing the fireworks and they're like mad at fireworks like you've never been mad at fireworks in your life and they're just like ah damn it Like they know that means a good thing and a bad thing for them. Like a rose has been given out.
2: Yeah. Cause even at the beginning of that, when the fire, well, right before the fireworks started going off, they're like, man, if he comes back with that rose, it's not good for us. Then all of a sudden you hear the first (laughs) boom and you're like, fuck.
3: (laughs) There it is. I'm going to bed.
2: (laughs) But at the end of that, Katie's like in her, in the moment interview. And right before we went to the commercial, she was like, am I falling for him? Feels like it. I was like, what <laughs> this is the f- I mean, second this is the second episode and she is the bachelorette saying this so i'm like panicked thinking oh my god this is bad
3: they already show like when they show the like season whatever she says i love you like many times so i think it's just gonna be how it goes but i do think yeah greg has a, a spell on yeah her. He what, does a do?
1: sp- what does he do what does he do you mentioned the acting thing I don't I don't know. know what Greg does.
3: Let's look it up. Greg Rippo. It says he's a marketing sales representative, so yeah. he has Instagram probably.
1: I, I just think I and also like we know the audience of The Bachelor too and we know that like there's a group that's gonna go,
3: Oh, Greg
1: and you know, there's a little bit of me fighting against that where I'm like, No, come on.
3: It's episode one, stop it stop it you know even i posted something about like acting schoolers uh on instagram and people were like just because he went to acting school means he doesn't deserve love and i'm like yep that's what i meant that's exactly what i meant i went
2: to acting school and i'm not getting any love so i feel like it's (laughs) it's queuing up same (laughs) um okay so we have the group date um this cowboy mud wrestling because it's been almost two episodes we haven't had guys take their shirts off so they were like they woke them up out of bed
3: and listen you know I love a cowboy moment yeah Uh, I love a western moment
2: so they woke them up and brought them out of their beds and one thing that I cannot get over is that all of them kind of had on like shorts and no shirt but then you have kyle in um shorts and a t-shirt and a blanket and socks and he's walking in socks on the dirt i mean this poor i don't know i guess what they're in new mexico it must be freezing there compared to florida
3: it was i think it was very cold from what I've heard it was like thirty-five degrees when they were doing these. His dances. poor
2: Florida blood was just frozen solid.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, but there was, and there was a couple of other guys also wrapped in blankets. But it was the, so but it was was the like, socks was like, are the guys. For me.
2: It was the socks on the dirt <laughs> for me.
1: <laughs> See, <laughs> I I would sleep if I was on the Bachelor. I would sleep in one of those like uh, Scrooge McDuck like uh, night nightgown things like i would have the nightgown with the big hat with the pom-pom just so that if any of these if they ever did a wake-up thing like i would just be at the event with my my pillow and my you know big hat on i i just only for that moment like i mean brendan his tattoos the the doves on his chest wild i was like that is i mean good for you dude
3: good for you (laughs) <laughs> and then of course the producers pair Aaron and Cody who hate each other right um from home and then it's like the fight itself is really weird and intense because they obviously hate each other and then Katie like Aaron I guess fought the hardest they say so he gets more time I thought the the moment of them talking was more uncomfortable than the fight because he looked like the Hulk, like trying not to Hulk out, to turn he into the Hulk like when Bruce she was Banner like, so trying to keep chill. we all felt <laughs> when she's like, we could all feel that tension. And he's like, tension. What tension? What do you mean? Is it- uh, Cody. And then I literally wrote down verbatim what he said when he was explaining how they know each other. I, I do know him from back in San Diego. We're not cool. We're not friends. The way he handles situations, I mean, I find disturbing. Like, he handles things in a way that's just, like, malicious a little bit. Yeah. What? What the hell does that mean? What situations is he handling that you don't like? We're going to get into, like,
1: discussing so many vague things that were said towards the end of this episode. But, like, why? Yeah. Why not just say, like because he did say there's social media posts too, right? He was like, there are social media posts that tells me he's not here for the right reasons. And it's like, just show us the post or tell us the post. Like, explain the post. Like, why are we why are we mincing words here?
3: It was so weird. It was like, the whole thing, as soon as it started, it was like, remember Victoria and the girl that whispered, Marilyn? Mm. And it was like, maybe Marilyn didn't do anything, but you're both going home now. Yeah, And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah,
1: and I just like... You know, Aaron's explanation, I have to say, he did sound more believable than the first episode. Like, I, I actually didn't see him. Like, we all agreed he was the villain last episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him as a villain this episode. I saw him as actually, like, a pretty... Just annoyed. Annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't... He, I did trust him for some reason. I don't know about you guys.
3: I trusted him that Cody was doing something shady, but I think he also is shady.
1: You like Cody's response is why I trusted Aaron more. Yes.
3: Like I like I agree. I would have also sent Cody home before Aaron, but in my head, I would have been like, "And Aaron's going home at the row ceremony." Sure. Because like, there's just something I feel off with him, and I also feel like him bringing it up in the in the very beginning. I mean, I, don't I mean, know. she. I just, Katie off. sits
1: with Cody and and goes. So what would Aaron be talking about? Why wouldn't he like it? And, and Cody answers like he was in court and had to read like a script so that he wouldn't incriminate himself. He's like, yeah. I have no idea what there would be <laughs> on social media. And you're like, dude, then then you got to go. <laughs>
2: he also said, I just 100% this is just 100% not factual information. It's like there's no there was no um, not that you need proof, but if you had not done anything you would have some sort of defense being like oh we probably saw something like this that was blah, blah 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 or what you know having something but it he it the way he answered it seemed very guilty
1: i always wonder i'm like are these the least creative people in the entire world like his answer like like dude like, he he lie or do something like like you're already lying like like hey you know what he saw I can explain it it was this but it was really about this and it was about an ex that I had just broken up with three months ago like take a chance to be personal like don't go I did not do 100% not factual like it's like you just don't sound human you go straight robot like what's the deal
3: yeah it's like the time Scott Disick like copied and pasted his Instagram Instagram caption for an ad and he like copied and pasted the entire email from the um the brand that was like okay hey scott so at 5 30 just go ahead and post with this caption and he just copied and pasted that whole thing is the caption to the picture like that was cody explaining what was going on
2: and and unfortunately uh well not unfortunately but there he was not he has not been helping his point because Watching it, watching him on social media since the show has started, there was like the first uh, he started using this thing, hashtag Team Cody, right when it started, like for his post, which has been
3: used exactly twice which by is, him and his mom. Right.
2: And so um, and then last night before the episode even aired, he put up on his Instagram story. He was like at my Instagram and hashtag Team Cody. I'm reposting all stories like this is not helping your case. Like you're no. you're essentially throwing it. What is yourself he on social out media out seven in, years ago to team Cody?
1: Like, like right does now he even this have one. any idea what people like respond to? Like, does he think he's gonna become like
3: like uh, like he's gonna go on Ellen? Like what does he think? <laughs> Call one eight six six Idol Zero Cody. Like it was like a fucking American idol, like voting thing. It's I, I just don't I don't vibe with it. But I did think it was weird. Not weird, but when Katie like broke down, it was like I just can't believe at the idea of people being here for the wrong reasons and i was like have you not thought about (laughs) that until just right now what (laughs) i like i know i have trust issues but i'm like everyone And and this also goes for the bachelor uh listeners that complain about us complaining about people everyone (laughs) is guilty until proven innocent in the court of bachelor
2: i don't think i would have sent him home right away I think there was just more to it I kind of wish that he would have stayed on a little bit longer I I don't think she was wrong because obviously there are social media things driving his uh reason for being there but I think everybody's is but I I I don't know I wish there was more um to it because now nobody really knows him and (laughs) he didn't even get that anyways at this point like and he's not necessarily a bad guy because we didn't even get to see any sort of bad sides to him except for that one conversation.
3: Yeah, I agree. And then Katie's like, I need a minute, and Andrew S is the first one to go check on her. They have like a very nice conversation where Katie this is where I was like, Oh my god, I really love Katie. When she was like talking about how she growing up would have to shop at thrift stores and then like prayed no one would see her. She there was she just said a lot of things that I was like I really hope that I hope life works out for her, whether or not it is with one of these people.
2: I do too. I, I, I also loved, I don't know if you guys clocked it, but the way she looked at him, he was like, don't look at me like that. She was like, how am I not supposed to or something? And I was like,
3: no, she said, he he said, you can't keep looking at me like that. And she said, I'm looking at you like this on purpose.
2: That. And I was like, that is the way I was like that. She clearly is super intimate. I mean, did not break eye contact.
3: Yeah, if someone said that to me, I would like, my heart would fall out of my fucking asshole.
1: But that's also the normal way to like have a first date with someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, that's where like, not to keep bringing up Greg, uh, sensitive Greg, but like when he's teary-eyed and like thinking of, you know, his future children with her, like that's not... That's an act like when Andrew's like, I want to fucking rip your clothes off. Stop looking at me like that. Like, that's a first date that's like going well that you want more of that person. Right. Like, like that makes more sense to me than the other one.
2: Yeah, I wish I wish with all of these bachelor dates on every season, not just this, but I wish when they had these one on one dates or one on one time, it was less talking about their feelings like i'm so glad we're doing this i just wanted more time with you i just feel like this with you i feel like that with you get to know each other like ask them questions like Mm. you're like instead of talking about how you're feeling talk about each other and get to know the other person sitting in front of you because that will actually fuel how you're feeling and will give validation to those feelings yeah, I am a relationship guru, so no one look at me for the rest of the show.
1: <laughs> how I feel about how I feel about how we feel about it's a classic bachelor thing. Yeah, well th- then they have a montage of her hanging with the rest of the guys, like you, like basically becoming friends with the rest of them. Like, like that moment with Andrew is like hot and heavy, and then she's like, and then the net rest of the night was great, and it's like her and Hunter like giving a thumbs up to each other and like you could just say you know yeah and then like that one guy um he was like i used to be borderline obese it's like i don't even know what the fuck
3: that means don't even get me started on that bullshit nothing pisses me off more than when i like it drove me nuts i'm like oh this is what we're gonna do for body positivity on the bachelor we're gonna put on a guy who says he was borderline obese do you know who's borderline obese like almost Eighty-five percent of fucking Americans, bitch. Like I'm, I was like, get off the show. I don't even want to see this bullshit. Enough. Put a fat person on, or don't talk about it. You used to be kind of fat. Okay, I'm so sorry for you. Yeah, he's like, there was a time when my abs weren't fully visible, (laughs) and that was really difficult for me
2: i did like that see jared uh where katie was with all the guys and sort of like broing out because in my mind that would be my season of the bachelorette i think i would just end up getting friend zoned by all 30 of them and then we would just like i would just be one of the guys
3: <laughs> this would be why Kay would we would need to be there with Kay because i would have to be like you need to not go into it thinking that way I'm like, kiss him. No, stop talking. Stop showing him pictures of Chris Evans and kiss him. <laughs> then we get to the cocktail party.
2: A vision in green.
3: Honestly, it's hard to pull off a green dress, but I was here but for it.
2: But Katie, tasha they all were in these uh, green dresses. I feel like green is the color. And then I also feel like this is the first time we've actually had a stylist on set (laughs) throughout this entire show
3: (laughs) she looked good she looked good i
2: think she looked great
3: i'll say that michael the guy with the kid who's kind of hot all of a sudden to me
2: he's hot but there's something that's so dork i mean there's I
3: think he like genuinely misses his kid and he's like should I not be here? I is it a dick move that I'm here and my kid's not and I'm not dick getting move a date to not let him go on a date by the producers like to keep his mind off the kid at least? Like <laughs> like they always do this. They always do this to the person that has a kid. I feel like every season the guys like the girl will be like I've been here for 8 weeks <laughs> and I like, haven't gotten why? a date. <laughs> so is it like phone call to your kid or mud wrestling? You get one or the other? Like what's going on? Yeah, they're like sensitive. Greg needs another one-on-one, so you can FaceTime your kid for thirty seconds. Yeah, he, before I agree they with Kay
1: though; his face is so cartoonish. He's very game show hosty, just very always moving, and yeah, is very much that.
2: Because like Connor, Connor B, we talked about is kind of like nerdy, like t- uh, school teacher, but Michael gives me like dorky. Like I don't, I don't know. I think that he's cute and obviously has a kid, which you feel for him. But then he pulls out the can I kiss you after they've had literally one sentence or at least what we've seen one sentence of conversation. He's asking to kiss her. It's like, what? I just feel like that kiss was unwarranted
3: he knows the game and he knows like if, if he hadn't done that we've been like this poor loser he like didn't even have the game to kiss her well
1: he also kissed her on the ear when they first sat down and then on the hand it was like very bizarre he, 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 he like kiss he like they sat down he gave her like the weirdest kiss on like the neck and then he was like can i kiss you
3: that's like more i feel like kissing on the neck is like more uh intimate I'm, than kissing I'm with you it was I, mouth but but he and the hand don't kiss my hand. I have clammy. He definitely clammy has nervous. Palms. You know, dad energy. <laughs> he does, and I don't know. I like. I I'm more attracted to Michael's kind of nerdy than Connor. Yeah, I kind think of that of showed
1: through on this episode too. You know where like mm-hmm. that's the one that's the nerd that we will be dealing with as opposed to the other nerd.
3: Um, and then this is where Katie says the line in her interview. It's going so well. I just can't imagine anything <laughs> could go wrong. And I'm Q, like, okay, here we Q go. Call
2: being like, you know what? I feel like somebody's not here for the wrong reasons. He br- or Somebody's here for the wrong reasons. He brings it to Katie's attention. The whole, the gag about this is that he brings it to her attention. And you know, like rule number one, don't go into your, like private time with the bachelor bachelorette to talk about somebody else. You're wasting
3: time. You're just even though. Cause and she's like, she's like, I really want to know. And I, I'm like, Nope, don't take the bait. I I (laughs) do do not take the bait to be fact that
1: Carl bombed the sex date so badly that he knew he was going home. So he was like, I have to create drama out of thin air to have my moment because I need to get seen on camera. I really do believe that. So mm-hmm. I think he's at the, cause he's at the cocktail party. He sees that what's getting attention is Andrew and Cody. That's the attention. That's what's getting attention. Yeah. Andrew and Cody and social media. So then he goes to Katie and he says, I don't think that's the last one. There's others here. And Katie to her credit is like,
3: okay, so who let's, you know, she doesn't, yeah, like she doesn't. Yeah, of ju- course. That's, I thought that was so weird. It, it felt, yeah, really. Um, well, then, like he was just then pulling he pulls shit out of his the definition ass.
1: of gaslighting. Is, he goes, he, it was like out of a Hallmark movie, a bad guy out of a Hallmark movie. It was so, like, a nail on, like, a hammer on the nail. Like, it was just so. He's like, oh, I don't want, you've had a tough night, baby girl. Oh,
3: don't worry. Don't want to tell. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, are you a bad guy in an eighties movie? I yeah, I wanted Katie to be like, if you don't give me names, if you don't, if you don't name names, then you get locked up. That's how it works. <laughs>
2: like, well, and then he ended, and then he ended the conversation with Katie with, "Just stay vigilant."
1: I would cut his you, throat.
3: <laughs> he's literally like, "Watch your back. Watch your back." I'm not going to tell you what from would make who, you though, more anxious, but I love than that. you. That
1: is an evil thing to do to someone
3: literally it is. it's awful it that's, is. A, that's it's like a it's like when your boss is at like 9 a.m uh hey remind me to talk to you yes. about something on Friday afternoon Absolute. at 4 30
1: and it's and I like it may 4 on Friday I just put that together I'm <laughs> <laughs>
3: and they're like also you're like this new person you're just gonna train how to do your job but they're gonna work at a different branch
2: but then he goes into the but then he goes into the back end of the house after because katie brings something up brings it up to all the guys being like hey um i heard there's more of you here that are just here for fame blah 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 and then when katie goes out because she grabs aaron first to talk to him and that was first of all that was crazy she goes aaron you want to talk
3: and now we were like and that was i felt like that was
1: she went to the one one guy who was spouting drama She got rid of Cody. So she's like, okay, so the only one I know that has you know talked about social media is Aaron. So I'm going to go question him. And then she literally has like a gun in her hand, like, Aaron, you want to (laughs) talk? And and then the whole group is like, who you just the fact that these guys are going. So who told her that there's social media stuff? And Carl right away is like, it was I'm the culprit. Like, that was a moment where I go, oh, yeah, he wants his moment. He wants, and, and it's like, for sure, yeah. you know, it's like when the hand points one finger, three point back at you. So he's calling himself out is what he's doing. And it's like, it's super frustrating because we all know what he's doing. We all know. And then there's mm-hmm. this group of people that are like, oh, Carl's got a point. Maybe there are other people. Like, of course, you're on a TV show. Of course, for you know, where 30 men date one. one. Of course, a piece of everyone is there for life to change in some way, whether that be a relationship, Duh. but like some are just better at that or more open to the idea of marriage than others. They, I think we all know that.
2: But then he, but then he takes, um, takes it to another level and starts gaslighting mm-hmm. the guys. And he was like, cause they were like, who is it? He goes, well, it's not my place to throw this out here yeah. right now. Like, um, I'm not going to be the one to say it right here. Um, and then the kicker was when he said, why doesn't this person just come out and sure. say it right now?
1: Oh, my God. He was like, well, well he, he thinks he's, he's the crazy. joker. He, it's because it's either someone steps up because they're like, he's talking about me. I've been figured out. Or no one steps up and he goes, bunch of liars. He's a winner either way.
3: Yeah. Do you know the confidence you need to be a motivational delusion. speaker? Like a false confidence? I feel like that's, yeah, it's full delusion where maybe in his head he's like, one. Yeah, one of these guys <laughs> will just admit it because- I'm smarter. I'm yeah. the best. I'm he very much has like a narcissistic mm. vibe to him of like, I'm the smartest person here and I'm going to trick everyone. Absolutely. It was it was annoying. Like and I sometimes these
1: drama things and this is kind of what happened in Matt James season. They get to the point where you go, OK, I'm not stupid. Like, stop it
3: yeah and I feel like Katie is really the how she sent home Cody, I feel like, and how we know that the season ends a little earlier than it had been planned. I think it's probably because she's just like cutting yeah. people. I as don't she think like this is gonna gets go the vibe.
1: I think there's a reason the episode ended when it ended
2: yeah I, I do too. I think it's gonna start with next week is gonna start with a rose ceremony and um. I totally think obviously Carl and I think
3: Aaron's actually no I think Aaron's gonna stay I think she's gonna keep Aaron Aaron's gonna stay because he's very hot Aaron yes. she's gonna keep him for a bit I, and she has like a vibe with him I think if it's also you know she's not attracted to like people like Cody because if she was attracted to him there would have been more hesitation before Aaron's also got him. height
1: yeah that guy he's a he's a big he's dude he's tall and a lot yeah. of the guys yeah,
2: are short shorter which dudes. is fine but yeah, there's some shorter dudes.
3: Um, all right. Well, that takes us to our current mm. top three. Right. Chris, you go first. Greg, obviously, because Katie like basically said that she's in love with him. Andrew, S, because that was hot. And then I said Connor B, because I guess that's the vibe. Again, these are not my top choices. They're Katie's.
2: Yeah. I, I, I agree with you on Andrew S. and Greg, um, but I think Thomas is going to be a, a top contender.
1: I, I got mm. Andrew and Greg, but I think Trey is making a play
3: for The Bachelor. Ooh. Well, did you see? Also, speaking He's- of that, they showed like the season preview of next episode, and Thomas, they're all yelling at, and they're like, "Did you or did you not say that you came here with being the bachelor in mind?" And he says, "I Ooh, did say shit. that." So, so I think Thomas is. is I think Thomas. I think Thomas is making a play for it. I think Trey is there for good intentions, but yeah, he has oh, a chance. So, oh, because. Like I feel like Trey's not trying, but I feel like he's just been. I think his likability has
1: shown in very small scenes, and he's gonna get more scenes, and we're gonna be like, "Wow, Trey! Like, good dude! Like, holy! You know, like he that puppet show, he nailed it! Like, he Mm -hmm. crushed! Like,
3: I'm just a." Or we could have, because we have, did you see the ad for Michelle season coming up? I'm um, like, I wonder if they would bring back a guy. They like gotta they, have, they, they, I mean, they're bringing back someone to Katie. That. They gotta have fun with that. Someone's gonna come back, I bet. Definitely. Um, how's the villain? We're obviously all on the same page. Carl. <laughs> yeah. Okay, would you rather, Kay, do you want to go first?
2: Sure. Okay, would you rather have Carl gaslight you for an hour or give you a motivational speech for an hour? What's the difference?
3: <laughs> uh, now
2: that you mention it,
3: <laughs> I guess the motivational speech I can always try to motivate me. No one else has been able to. Yeah, I, I, I um, the the gaslighting at least is what's funny. The difference, you know, like because I know he's an idiot.
1: You know, like I, I, the motivational speech, like I would be so annoyed at other people paying him money for motivation that I would like be angry
2: yeah i would definitely i would do the i would do the gaslighting just because i hate a motivational moment any motivational quotes uh do not send them my way um (laughs) toxic positivity honestly i said
3: (laughs) okay would you rather mud wrestle or present a powerpoint about why you're good at the powerpoint no question
1: (laughs) Mm. you could make that funny like i i i would
3: powerpoint the shit out of that Honestly, I'm. I should give a PowerPoint about having sex with women, just like as a bit. Well, just
1: just to show Mike the Virgin that it's possible to like have an opinion on it. <laughs> yeah,
2: just an opinion. You don't need to even have like experience. Just, just yeah. an opinion. And he does on have
1: it. an opinion. Like that's ridiculous. Everyone has an opinion on everything. And
2: gagged. Um, uh-huh. and I would say. Um, yeah, the PowerPoint. I'd probably put it on TikTok or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine was announce your virginity in high school or announce it on The Bachelorette.
3: Oh. Bachelorette. You don't get... They didn't have Instagram when I was in high school, so I wasn't going to get enough attention. So, Bachelorette.
2: <laughs> I would have to say high school because I don't think I would have it by the time it
0: made it to The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was just thinking of like how embarrassing in high school it's like when all your friends are starting to lose their virginity and you're like sitting there on Virgin Island and you're like, ugh. And you're like, the
3: still your oh, teacher okay. hot? Wait, what? Who Wait, so that's, that?
2: That's true. That's true. Um, I was reading it in a different way.
3: It was definitely, I think, more embarrassing okay. in high school because people are stupid and mean.
1: Like Mike the Virgin gets to have this whole, gets a trophy like no one gave a trophy to, to
3: the virgin. Yeah, I think high it's
2: school. I like, think it's more embarrassing later in life. Because then there's so much pressure and then you have all these people asking you why 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 and in high school sure. it's kind of just like well, cuz I'm like 16.
1: <laughs> His reason is the most understandable to like or is a a, a con, I don't know, understandable is not the right word because I, I I think you could be a late in life virgin and it could be totally normal. Um but I would also say like the the God reason is something that no one asks again. Like, it's already... It's simplified.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of reasons, I think, that oh, totally. there's late-in-life virgins, so... High school is just such, like, a thing, you know? High school, it definitely, like, is is worse. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, IG Rising star, we all said Greg, except Kay, who randomly put Connor B because she's a fuck apparently in love with I don't him. know
2: why. I just think I put Greg in like parentheses because it's like, yeah, he's gaining the most followers, but he also has not posted a single thing except for one photo on Instagram.
3: He's almost. At and if you're gonna 000. be,
2: if you're gonna be in a rising star, I'm gonna need some content. Give yeah. me
1: content. Yeah, well,
3: listen, that's not who should be okay, the true. star. His, if it was up to only, me, it would. <laughs> his be only like, content is him with teary eyes. Yeah, like teary eyes and his nieces and nephews who he like <laughs> immediately throws back to his sister after the photo. Um, <laughs> all right, Paradise Picks. I said Cody, Aaron, Carl, drama, drama, drama. Why not?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm, I I had Connor just because he's fun. He's going to be fun on that. He was He would be fun on that show.
3: Like imagine Cody's dating a girl and then they bring Aaron to the beach and aaron's Mm -hmm. like i have my eye on that girl you must wrestle for her now in the
2: sand (laughs) um i (laughs) put um carl cody and mike i think mike i think he would be a good addition maybe bring him out of his shell a little bit more so we can
3: like at least like meet more people
2: I keep thinking like Mike's like a hermit. Yeah, leave that I?
3: virginity on the beach, girl.
2: <laughs> I don't know why I think Mike's a hermit, but he's not. I just, I'm like, we need him to meet other women. Uh, I think that might be good for him. I want him on Paradise.
3: I think, I think Mike does need to meet other women, but maybe not in this setting. True. Like Mike needs to meet at other church. women at like a youth group. <laughs> yeah, if he's, or church group, whatever, if that's what's so yeah. important to him. Okay, cringiest moment.
2: I think Carl gaslighting the entire group of men. That the When he said, why doesn't the person just come out and say it? I thought I was going to fall <laughs> off of the, <laughs> my fucking chair. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, who's going to come out and say this? Like And be like, it was me. Like, no one. That, yeah. that w- sent me. It's like
3: when your parents would be like, go to you and your siblings, and they're like, we know which one of you did it. But if one of you admits it, you won't all get in trouble. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and they don't actually know and then you're like looking did, at your brothers you and you're like don't no one fucking say anything. <laughs> they don't actually know. That That's when it was. That me to
2: another dimension. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe the things I was hearing. I'm not going to be the one who's going to say it right here. It's like what? Oh.
1: Then when else would you <laughs> say know. it, Carl? Yeah. In
3: your in your memoir? Like when is She's this coming out?
2: telling somebody I have a huge secret but I can't tell you. And it's like, what?
3: I said, Mike crying through the whole first that challenge.
1: Was
2: painful too. It that was tough,
1: tough. <laughs> and it ended well, but it was tough. It and was fun.
2: hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared.
1: Um, I, I, I said, Carl with the Katie poster on stage, just the way the men reacted to him. We didn't know that he was going to be this like guy at this point in the show. And it's like, I didn't even understand what he was trying to do for his bit, but he had this poster next to him and you're like, and everyone's just looking at him like, uh, cool. You know, just not getting it. So <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, it. um,
3: okay, Jared, it's your minute. Okay.
1: I, I have to bring this up. I was going to talk about something else, but now I'm annoyed. Um, someone, and I want to hear your two opinion on this because I, th- I want to involve you in the minute. Okay. I think what happens on this show, I I basically made a joke, and this happens, that The Bachelorette, and I should have said it differently, I think. The Bachelorette is seen by the audience in a totally different way than The Bachelor. You're allowed to do things on The Bachelorette that you really can't do on The Bachelor anymore. Like naked mud wrestling wrestling out in the in the desert. Like they have the men mud wrestling and they have a big, you know, how who's the best lover and explain what type of lover you are and we all laugh and we have a great time. And I was saying that you can't really do that on The Bachelor. Like how weird how bad would it look if i was like hey ladies me and my two buddies are gonna judge who's the best lover now explain yourself like that wouldn't go over well and now jump in the mud and now yeah now wrestle in the mud and suck on a cucumber for an hour so i can judge if you're the best wife for me like the audience wouldn't allow that from the bachelor and it's like people were writing back to me going because i didn't say the audience i said it's a hypo- It's a hypocritical moment on the show. They're like, well, they pillow fought on Peter's season. And I'm like, that's a false equivalency. The idea that we, right? I feel
3: like women were objectified for like so many years that now they're like, let's just fucking throw the pendulum the other way. And it's like, let him mud rustle. Look, this is my point.
1: I'm cool with it. I love that they mud wrestle, but let's not take a high and mighty position with anything on this show. That's my point. Let's not look at this show and go, how could they? It's 30 women dating one man. It's 30 men dating one woman. And you're going to pick and choose where it's convenient to have this moral opinion on this show. And it's like, I, so I call it out, but you can't say like when they do the pillow fight, how could they do this? It's like, yeah, some of it would seem tone deaf and they're not going to do it anymore, but let's not sit there and act like these are the same things. I think, And I agree. It is so much fun to have them mud wrestle. It's so much fun for the men to admit that they don't know how to please a woman. But let's not act <laughs> like there's this moral high ground in any part of this show. And this happened. The only reason I'm getting into this is because someone messaged me and this is one person but this is what happens that carl was doing what katie did last season and it's like you couldn't what a false equivalency that because katie called out bullying last season that carl saying that some mystery influencer is amongst us is is the same thing it's not the same thing whatsoever not whatsoever, and I know what they're doing. They're trying to find a way to get people to not like Katie as much as they don't like mm-hmm. Katie. And it's like, don't, don't live in this world of black and white. There's nuance, there's context, and the nuance and context of Carl is we all watch this guy gaslight Katie and the men.
3: Katie was on like- a season... Katie pulled like, <laughs> Katie defended bullying against a girl who was upset that her father was dying. And Katie was like, this girl's going through something. Let's lay off bullying T- her. Total. That is not the same as Carl literally going in and being like, somebody here has a weapon. Like, that's kind of what it, you know, like... <laughs> You're
1: exactly right. And this is what happens with The Bachelor a lot. People pick and choose mm-hmm. what thing defends my side that I want to talk about. And let's and let me just say that's the least fun person who watches Facts. this show. So, let's have fun with this season. Consider the nuance, consider the context. Yeah, let's do some naked wrestling and have some fun with it. But don't sit here a year later and go, how could these women date this man? Like it's gonna it's a show. And so, and
2: like um going off of what you were saying about how it's not the same like the pillow fighting and the mud wrestling. It's like correct we are putting these men in with in all these situations where they have to take their shirts off and where they have to do these like sort of grotesque challenges but at the same time they're doing the same thing to women but in a different way they're not going to get as many tears from the men as they are from the women so they're like let's put them in pl- in situations where they're going to cat bite or where they're going to cry and like so it's different situations that they're putting and they're doing it in different ways they
3: even and they did have remember they had like the poem remember because victoria was like matt i'm gonna suck your fucking dick off the blah, blah blah Remember they had to like read the poems and victoria's was like explicitly right. insane totally. like they did have a thing and victoria just ran with it which god and bless
1: this is the point Is like listen we're all making jokes about the season. If you're gonna like look at a joke and go, Well, they did it this it's like, no, no, no. There there are pluses and minuses to everything in life. It's gonna be raining out, people bring an umbrella. I'm for naked wrestling. Yeah. I love it. I, yeah, I wanna see these shirtless dudes go at it. I think it's great and hilarious. The idea that like anything on this show is serious is is kind of. I know, of a joke and to I me. and I just yeah. think
2: that also with the um realistic quote-unquote this is not realistic at all aspect of it like it's more realistic that you will have a guy as the bachelor and 30 women crying just as realistic as Mm. you would have um one girl and guys fighting like that's what it's going to be you're not going to see a ton of girls like (laughs) fist fighting over a guy and you're not going to see all these guys sobbing and weeping over a girl like it's not how it works
1: (laughs) absolutely i I, you know the only thing that if, if we wanted this to be real, the men would all be older. Mm-hmm. Um, they would all be above a certain age because they'd be more serious and more mature and ready for relationships. There would be no
3: cameras. <laughs> there would be <laughs> no cameras. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, obviously.
1: So, that is, um, that's... My minute is in favor of context and nuance and having yes. fun with the show.
3: I agree. And that's also why I'm actually excited about the, like, uh, people have, like, an issue with the the recurring hosts on Bachelor in Paradise. But I'm like, I think it's just gonna be like a fun you show then. And <laughs> that, yeah. like, every week we don't have to like take his Xanax at the end of the it. Do you know what I mean? That, I'm totally.
2: dying. When they came out with that and it was like Lance Bass, Lil John, um David Spade, Titus Burgess, um, I think that was it
3: but i can't, I wait, I can't for wait for titus I, I, I gotta... titus is gonna be like mad i feel like titus is just gonna be like who cares they're all gonna
2: have to come on and be <laughs> like hey this. do you want to uh, like, catch me up on what like what's what's going on i
3: know i don't know but how it's gonna work time, but at the same time when they
2: pick these people i literally feel like they went on facebook and like went to a celebrity like uh, generator and pressed a button and those are the ones that
1: popped up <laughs>
3: Oh, and now that there's Titus, like we'll never see a gay guy again because they're like, Okay, <laughs> we, got we got one, a- in. one in. Um <laughs> But all right, so let's wrap up who won the week? Um for I you guess, guys. Oh ew, that must have been from last week.
2: Couldn't be Greg. Um I think uh, who <laughs> won the I'm gonna have to lean into Connor because that's who I've talked about. So Connor of won course. the week for me. I don't Connor B.
3: I said Andrew S or Mike because I feel like Mike went into this thinking it was going to be like the worst week and he, you know, did fine. And then Andrew S just because she seems really into him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on Andrew. I think Andrew won the week. He had the most like fun, realistic first Mm -hmm. date scenario to me that could grow. So I'm an Andrew guy. Agreed.
2: Okay. Well, um, I'm really excited for next week to see who ends up getting sent home. But until then, make sure you're following us at The Bachelor on Instagram at The Bachelor and then on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You are subscribed to The Bachelor newsletter. Um, It's Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. And you can obviously follow me at k York City.
3: And me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And at Jared Freed.
2: So until then, we will see you guys next week. Bye.
4: Batches.